Hey, Josh Felber here. Today's guest, if you have a podcast or you've been thinking about starting a podcast, you got to watch this show. The original OG of podcasting, podcast services, uh, Todd Cochran. He's going to dive in and give you some awesome insights on how you can take a look at what you need to grow your show, how you can elevate what you're doing, create more engaging content, as well as attract more listeners to your podcast show. So stay tuned for today's episode with Todd Cochran on Making Bank. Hey, Josh Felber here. If you love this freedom merchandise, gratitude merchandise, or anything like that, you have to check out gratitudegear.com. That's where I love my shirt, t-shirts, super soft, comfortable, the hoodies, whatever that is for you, check out gratitudegear.com and use the code MAKINGBANK10, MAKINGBANK and the number 10 for 10% off your first order. You are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. business. For many, many years, I've told content creators and those that are business owners that are listening to the show will understand this analogy perfectly. You never, ever, ever build your castle on rented land. Now, you may rent a space off a space in a strip mall, or you may build a building on property that you own. But renting comes with risk. Renting is your prices can be raised. They can charge you extra money for scraping snow, whatever it may be. Mm that goes along with maintaining that brick and mortar. For content creators, their brick and mortar is really their .com and where they build their brand at. So I've always told content creators, you you build your brand on your .com. And many of us that are in the online business space, we rely on our .coms to drive traffic to it, whether it be B2B, B2C, whatever it is, this is the type, you know, we, we really drive revenue through our website. So the same thing with a podcaster. If you're going to do content and whatever your goal may be, monetization, funnel, authority, whatever the goal of the creating the content is, or a business owner, maybe it's you know to drive clients in, is really you got to have that place where Google is going to index that website and say, mm. here's a piece of content for somebody. Finding a show today is not difficult. Where you win the growth game, not only sharing with friends and family and people that you know and having your audience spread the word about your podcast, but it's also when someone searches for something specific and when they can find that specific episode where you are talking about a specific topic they're looking for, you gain a follower. And um, so there's many, many other things you have to do. That's just like one. You know, you, you, know, you got to do the social. You got to do, you know, you got to go where your content, where, where your Listeners are at all those things to build a podcast. But my big piece of advice to any content creator is if, if you don't have your own website mm. where you can call home, right. I call my personal site Moonbase Alpha. I'm kind of a geek. <laughs> you know, I send my listeners to there. They can listen wherever. I don't care where they listen, but they sure. will know where the content source from, where its genesis point is. No, that's great. I think that's super important is – you have one hub that you drive everybody to, and then from there they can access, you know, whatever platform they want to listen or watch or whatever, you know, whatever on. Yeah. You know, again, it's in content creators aren't always just chasing money. Right. You know, there's a lot of folks that are in real estate. What are they looking for? They're looking for the next, you know, the next big real estate deal, or maybe they're, you know, they're doing consulting or it's, it's really dependent upon the business. And what are you going to use the podcasting piece for? And most companies now have figured out that 
I got to be on Instagram. I got to be on YouTube. I got to be on Twitter. I got to be on Facebook. You know, I got to have all these pieces to be online and build a business. But the podcasting piece is just an additional tool set for most for most folks these days. Right. There's independent content creators, but for a business owner, it's just another piece that you have to have, and you got to be able to to reach a prospective audience or client. For sure, and, and that's what um, one of the things is with advancement and everything else is being able to manage and monitor your statistics. I mean, I know years ago it was hard to always figure out <laughs> how many downloads were you really getting, and you know how many you know how many people are actually listening to you. And you, what I mean, like, what did you guys do with your platform? And now it seems now statistics are a little much easier to acquire for your show, um, you know, on specific platforms and everything. Yeah, we've been measuring shows since 2005. Uh, we were part of the original kind of tech group that came up with some initial standards back in 2008, 2009. And then we're part of the formal committee, part of the IEB to formalize a standard. But really what a content creator is looking for is more actionable information. They're, they're okay, oh, great. I got uh, a thousand listens on the last episodes or 10,000 or whatever the number may be. But did they listen all the way through? And that's a question that's been very, very hard to answer right. because the way the podcasting space works, it's a follower subscribe. But now consumption habits have changed. And a lot of people are just click and play. And when they do so, we built a system that allows them to build a retention graph. I can basically, for those that have followed, subscribed, I really can't tell if they've listened besides looking at a maybe a three-month trend. But for those that have actually hit play, I can actually see how long they've stayed in mm -hmm. and when they drop off. So we're able to give content creators, at least on our platform, the ability to see where those active listeners, they hit play versus you know followers subscribe to the show, where they dropped off. And it gives them a pretty good handle. Uh, one of our big uh, commercial clients uh, use, has used this technology for a number of years to do programming changes. They said, okay, at about the 45-minute mark, we're losing people. Why? They go in and analyze the content, said, okay, this segment didn't work. Let's pull that out, and they get that, that retention rate up in the high 90s. Also, obviously, knowing what country people are listening in, which region. We cover all the Nielsen regions, so basically you can see if you're reaching someone in Albuquerque or if you're reaching someone in Omaha. You know, it all depends on where you want to see where your audience is responding. And maybe if you have a market that's underperforming, maybe you throw some some type of marketing dollars at that to grow that audience in that market. So really, it's that ability to have actual information to be able to see what's going on with the show from a growth rate, how the show's tracking uh, once it launches, you know, when does it taper off, how long before the content uh, is really not receiving any more uh, downloads or – is it got good long tail? Does it is it getting yeah. views or listens out months later? And that's all information that's super valuable. That's fantastic. I know when I initially launched my show, we launched on all platforms, but uh, YouTube was kind of the main one that we drove viewers to um, back in 2015, just so we could manage and watch and know where people dropped off. And you know, the longer sure. we you know we found. If we went 45 or if I went 45 minutes to an hour, we would see a lot more drop off if we kept it under 30 minutes. And so, mm -hmm. and so then we'll use and that. I, and, and as we moved into more promoting the audio side, we took and took that same process over that way. And, and I saw the same thing with my show. I could handle two advertiser load. The audience wouldn't revolt, got to three on an hour program. They would start to say that was too much. They start pushing back. 
uh, go an hour 10, I would be okay. Go hour 15, people are starting to drop off. It really, again, you kind of get to figure out where that sweet spot is for your content. Right. And I think the main thing is, does it remain engaging? Are people leaning forward? Are they listening in? And when they lean back, that's when they leave. So the key is to figure out kind of the sweet spot. And it looks like you've done that. And that's, you know, that, what's interesting is, you know, some, you, know, you hear a lot of, when I've met with people podcasting or events and, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I want those two to three hour episodes like Joe Rogan. And, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, people are going to waste their time and, you know, burn up their audience because they're not going to be listening to it unless they are like a Joe Rogan. Yeah. And, it, and if you can have that type of dynamic, more power to you. But three hours is a long time to talk and stay right. engaging and stay up. You know, and then Joe, what does he do? He, you know, he sometimes he's smoking weed during the show. So I don't know how he stays engaging after, you know, after two hours. Right. But it's, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Guys, I hope you guys are really listening to what Todd's been talking about today. Make sure you guys are taking notes. Go back, watch, and listen to this again. And really pay attention to what he's saying. If you have a podcast or even if you don't have a podcast, but you're with your business, you know, how can you be more engaging to your customers? How can you create content that's going to attract them to what you do, whether it's your podcast or your business and everything? And really figure out how what that is for you and how then you can start to apply that to increase your email leads or your subscriber base or whatever that might be. Todd, we got a couple of minutes left. What's something you're like, oh man, I wanted Josh to ask me this question, but he didn't, or I really need to make sure I share this with the audience before we wrap up. Well, I just think, you know, I'm thinking about your audience and these are folks that are want to move fast. They want to grow their businesses. They want to see actionable results. They want to spend money and make money from that commitment. They don't want to just throw it down the toilet. I think the key here really is if you're if you are a business owner and you're going to start creating content, be engaging, bring value. You know, don't be. Uh, we don't need an infomercial. We we need you to bring value and build your authority in the space. And if you do that, then it will grow your business and people will will seek your content, especially if it's engaging. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's okay to pitch a little bit and bring the value of what you offer to the table. But I think you have to be 90% bringing, you know, engaging content, something that's educational and something you can learn from. And the 10% is, hey, come over and talk to us or engage us in business or sign up for our product or service. And I think if you find that balance as a business owner, then you're going to be okay. And get your get your voice out. You know, do what I'm doing here. Get on other shows and and talk about your business and get that exposure. Build that authority, because we all run in these small circles, right? We, yeah. we had seven degrees of separation. We we want that seven degrees of separation to be nine, ten, eleven degrees of separation by people really kind of saying, "Hey, have you heard about Todd's show? Or have you have you heard about Making Bank? You want that expansion that way, right? And once you do that, you, uh, success is guaranteed. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.